Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Matthew today. Matthew chapter 16 and verse number 13. Here's what the Bible says. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Whom do men say that I am? Or whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias or, or Elijah, um, and others Jeremiah or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. I want to deal with the subject today on the sentiments about the Savior. The, the sentiments about the Savior. Because Jesus and his disciples here, the Bible tells us where they're at. They're on the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Now, you got to know something about that area to appreciate what's going on here. This is a predominantly Gentile location. It's about 25 miles north of Bethsaida where Jesus healed the blind man of Mark chapter 8. And it was a beautiful area. I mean, it was gorgeous. It was physically, it was beautiful. But spiritually, it was an ugly place. The ugliness of paganism ruled Caesarea Philippi. It was filled with Baal worship. It was devoted, uh, a city completely devoted to the worship of idols and man-made gods. And it's in this place of paganism that Jesus chose to make a fuller revelation of himself to, to the disciples. It's also the first time uh, that Jesus uh, was seen truly as the Son of God by Simon Peter. And Jesus posed two questions to his disciples. He said, whom do men say that I am? And he said, whom do ye say that I am? And how we respond to those two questions will have eternal implications. Because it's a question you've got to answer. It's not one that you can avoid. It is impossible to avoid. Who is Jesus? Whom do men say that I am? Whom do ye say that I am? And your answer to the question determines how you'll live your life here, but it also determines where you'll go when you die. It's the single most important question that I believe we'll ever hear and I believe that we will ever answer. And so there's sentiments about the Savior. There's opinions. There's attitudes toward the Savior. And I've just got three thoughts out of this passage that I want to give you. And we may finish today. If we don't finish today, we'll wrap up tomorrow. But I want to say this, first of all, what does humanity say about the Lord? What's the sentiment of humanity? What does humanity say? Because that's what the question Jesus asked. He said, whom do men, 
humanity say that I am? What does humanity say about me? What does mankind say about me? During the life of Jesus on earth, men had a lot to say about him and who they thought he was. And and that has continued for 2,000 years. People are still opinionated and have certain attitudes, various attitudes and sentiments toward the Lord Jesus, toward our Savior. But when he was living, there was a lot to say about him. This man was making news all over Israel. Verse 14 shows us who uh, some uh, who thought some things about Christ, who, uh, who the men were saying, who humanity was saying he was. A lot of people said he's John the Baptist. That's a good description. John the Baptist was a holy man, uh, willing to die for what he believed. Uh, we, we know according to the book of Matthew chapter 14, even Herod uh, thought that Jesus was John the Baptist raised from the dead. John the Baptist was a preacher. John the Baptist was a a bold preacher. And so for Jesus to be thought of as a risen John the Baptist, that's a great indication of the type of preacher that Jesus was. And then there was some that had the opinion and the sentiment that he was Elijah, uh, the greatest of all the Old Testament prophets, it could be said. The Jews were, we know they were expecting Elijah to return before Messiah came, according to Malachi 4. And some believed that Jesus was the forerunner, Elijah, but not the Messiah. We know that John the Baptist was the forerunner. And then there's others that had the sentiment that he was Jeremiah. And Jeremiah, uh, what, a, what, a, what a great uh, compliment to the Lord again, because Jeremiah was a holy prophet uh, who the Jews expected to return to earth just before the Messiah came. And the Jews believed that Jeremiah would bring with him the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, the altar of incense, uh, which, which he had hidden in Mount Nebo before he died. And then they said he's one of the prophets. He's just a man sent with a message for our time. And all of these views elevated Jesus above the status of an ordinary man. It shows that the Jews believed him to be at least a great man or even a holy man. But those views of Christ fall short of what's required for salvation. See, not everybody in Jesus' day thought he was a great man. Some thought he was nothing more than a nobody. Some thought he was an evil man. Uh, Mark chapter 6, they called him a lowly carpenter. John 6, they said he's the son of Joseph. John 9, he was called a sinner. John 8, he was called an illegitimate child. Matthew chapter 12, he was called a devil. In John chapter 10, they said he's a madman. Uh, Matthew 27, uh, they called him a fool, and he was the object of contempt. He was the object of scorn. I mean, even his half-brothers had harsh things to say about him in John chapter 7. And if they would say those types of things about Jesus while uh, he was in their presence— it's no wonder we're seeing all that's being said about him today when he is absent. So that's the history of what humanity has said there in the Word of God. But what about what people are saying about him today? I mean, just as men had opinions and sentiments concerning the identity of Christ in his day, they still have attitudes towards him today. I mean, we've got religions that have the wrong view of Christ. 
you take the Jehovah's Witnesses. The Jehovah's Witnesses say that Michael the archangel is none other than the only begotten Son of God, now Jesus Christ. They say he's, he's just an archangel. Uh, the Mormons uh, say this, Jesus, our elder brother, was begotten in the flesh by the same character that was in the Garden of Eden, who is our Father in heaven. <laughs> That's false. Um, they also go on to say, Lucifer, the son of the morning, is our elder brother, and he's the brother of Jesus. That Satan and Jesus are brother. The Mormons go on to say Jesus was married at Cana of Galilee and had many wives, including Mary and Martha, and had children. Here's another one they say. Jesus was the first baby born to God in heaven when God, in a physical body, had relations with Mary, his own daughter. He is the spirit brother of Lucifer. That's a false opinion of Christ. What about Islam? What do men say? Jesus was no more than a mortal whom Allah favored and made an example to the Israelites. They are unbelievers who say God is Messiah, Mary's son. Another part of Islam, Jesus was a prophet, but he was not crucified on a cross. He will not return. He is not God. The Hindus believe Jesus is just another one of their millions of gods. Uh, the Talmud of the Jews uh, she was who was the descendant of princes and governors played the harlot with carpenters that Jesus was a harlot's son. Uh, he was executed because he practiced sorcery. And uh, here's one the Talmud said, Jewish is in, Jesus is in hell being boiled in hot excrement. Wow. And then the Jewish encyclopedia pictures Jesus as blind in one eye and lame in one foot. Amazing. The sentiments concerning the Savior, the opinions about our Lord. In the present, whom do men say that I am? Well, according to the Barna Research Group, 92% of United States adults believe Jesus was a real person. 48%. Now, 92% believe he existed, but only 48% believe Jesus was God. Also, 48% of United States adults believe that Jesus sinned while he was on earth. His name in the present is being ridiculed. The church of Christ, the church of the Lord Jesus is mocked. The word of God is scorned. People all around us living with an opinion concerning Jesus Christ. Uh, he's a good man or he's a great teacher. And then others think he was a complete lie. Whom? Do men say that I am? It's clear, it's clear that humanity does not have the answer to the question for us. Who, whom do men say that I am? It's clear mankind can't answer that question. And the Bible said in verse 17 that Jesus looked at Peter and said, flesh and blood hath not revealed it. Flesh and blood cannot reveal who Jesus is. And so the question today is, what does heaven say about Jesus? Now, I don't want you to miss the next podcast because we're going to go further into this. And I believe it'll be a help to you. But today, go out and be salt and light. Go out today and be the purification, the illumination that this world needs. This world is dirty and it's dark, and it needs you to be the Christian 
that the Word of God tells us to be in the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose tomorrow? I'm going to get up. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go make a difference for this world because we need to go portray the Jesus of the Bible. The humanity does not have the answer. Humanity is evil men and seducers that are waxing worse and being deceived. And we need somebody that will show this world who Jesus really is. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.